You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Brewers looking to snap a two-game skid, taking on the Mets. Junior Guerra on the hill in search of his first victory of the season, getting some run support in the first with Eric Thames at the plate with the man on facing Jacob deGrom. One and two. Now the pitch. Swing and a drive. Well hit. Right field. It's deep. Back to the wall is Bruce, and this ball is gone. A long home run for Eric Thames into the Brewers' bullpen in right center field. And so for Thames, his first home run after 63 plate appearances without one is 14th of the year, and the Brewers have a 2-0 first inning lead. Payoff pitch to Broxton hit deep to left field. Back goes Conforto. This ball is gone. A long home run for Keon Broxton over the M&M Sweet Seats, the old Great Wall of Flushing to the right of the 358 mark for Broxton, his sixth home run of the year, and the Brewers have a 3-0 lead. 4-0 Milwaukee, and the 0-1 from DeGrom, it's shot in the center, a base hit. One run's going to score, they're looking for two, they'll get two. Aguilar comes home as well, it is just not Jacob DeGrom's night. The Brewers are feasting. It is six to nothing here in the fourth inning. Payoff pitch to Bruce. Line towards first. Caught by Aguilar as he jumped. Not all that high. Didn't need to. 2-0 pitch. Swing and a liner to short. Caught. Backhanded by Arcia. Side retired and Arcia is sprinting to the Milwaukee dugout. The Brewers snap a two-game skid as they take it 7-1. Junior Guerra, his first win of the season, going six scoreless innings, striking out four. Orlando Arcia extends his hitting streak to 11 games. And Eric Thames finishes with two hits, two RBIs, and two runs scored, including snapping a season-long 15-game homerless drought. Mets come up short against the Brewers. Manager Terry Collins spoke afterwards. Well, command. I mean, he was all over the place. So... That was, uh, you know, that was certainly the biggest difference between the other day and today. How surprising is it, given what we spoke about pregame, that you know it really looked like the last two he had figured it out? Yeah, Stephen, it's, you know, it's, and I, I certainly don't know if there's a reason, but you know, the other night in Pittsburgh when we pushed him to 118 pitches and everybody was up in arms when I took him out at 118, knowing he had to come back on four days. Sometimes your arm doesn't bounce back that fast when you were stretched out, so. Uh, there's a there's a very there's a chance that you know just didn't didn't have enough rest. Zach on the back right. Harry, Curtis got back to 200. It's obviously been a, a long climb for him. Is he giving you any pause to when Cespedes is back that you're going to kind of have to mix and match with center and right between Bruce Conforto and Granderson? Well, Zach, again, when that when that time comes, we'll certainly you know, consider every option we have. And I think, yeah, I mean, you know, I had all the confidence in the world that, that Curtis is going to start swinging the bats. And uh, we'll have to, again, decide what we're going to do. I mean, nice at bat by, by, by Michael at the last, you know, the last time up. But, you know, right now, he looks like he's run out a little. He's run out maybe. I gave him a day off the other day. But he certainly is, you know, uh, not as hot as he was a week ago. So, yeah, there's there's a good chance that you know you got to use all those guys to make sure they're all rested so that you're getting the most out of them. Mm, I don't know. I, I haven't gone that far yet. 
Wally in the left. Terry, back to DeGrom for a second. Um, I know he only threw a handful of pitches in the ninth inning, but are you second-guessing yourself at all for sending him out last week on Friday? No, I was going to let him go 115. He went to 118. I knew he wasn't, I wasn't going to let him go 120. So, uh, no, it's, that, he, he was fine. I just sometimes, you know, when you do that, the next start isn't as sharp. Tony? Just on that Bruce double play, were you attempting the challenge now? What was the conversation with? Well, you got 30 seconds, and I had two challenges. Number one, I had the whether it's the shortstop came off the bag at second too early, and did he beat the play at first? Well, you know, my guy's only got one set of eyes, and he's got it. So when I said I want both things challenged, and I, they said I used up the time, I said I got two challenges. And so, I mean, you can only, you can only roll up the, the video as fast as you can possibly roll it up. So he said, oh, you used 37 seconds. And I said, well, next time I see a pitching coach go to the mound and talk to a pitcher and it's 31 seconds, I'm out there. Jacob DeGrom struggled in this one. He took the loss and spoke to the media after the game. I was just bad tonight. Uh, honestly, terrible. I couldn't throw the ball where I wanted to. Um, falling over hard to the first base side and you know, tonight's on me. Um, I wasn't able to keep our team in, in a position to a win, and um, you know it was just an all-around bad job on that part. One particular pitch that you struggled with more than others today? Well, they could eliminate uh, slider changeup, um, mm -hmm. so they could sit on two pitches. And then when I threw the fastball, it was mostly down the middle. So, like I said, just all-around, just bad job by me. Up next, the series against the Brewers concludes on Thursday with Zach Wheeler on the hill going up against Chase Anderson. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.